2: it's October postseason baseball is back yeah
3: Yeah. can you feel it can you feel it that little that little uh, just smells different It smell the air smells different in October when you get there uh, it smells
2: like it smells like bonus baseball. Yeah,
3: it smells like baseball <laughs> that uh, maybe some of us are more excited for it than others. I'm actually pretty excited. I I spent last night or parts of last night uh, watching. Um, there was a three hour YouTube video of like all the highlights from all the postseason games. Like you can pick a year and do that. Just going back and experiencing the crowds. I feel like that's just something like in the moment, it just feels different. Like I've talked about it. uh, I talked about it on name redacted about how uh, like when you're, if you're, if you grow up celebrating Christmas, when you, when you celebrate Christmas and the holiday season comes, there's just something different in the air. There's a different energy. And as an adult, it went from Christmas to playoff baseball where you get to October. And it's just like the, the air feels different. The environment feels different. And I, even though Dallas, Jay, Hay, our, our teams are not going to be represented this postseason. No. Jake, nope. um, it's uh it's I still get that that giddy feeling. It's just, you know, it obviously feels different when your team is in it. But I'm still I'm still giddy for the postseason.
2: Well, the, it's because because this time of year, baseball excluded has its own sort of scent. Right. But because that's the case. And baseball and postseason baseball is associated with this time of year. You, you just you you do you associate those sounds, the smells. Baseball has a heartbeat because of that, and that's what this time of year represents. And I, I'm glad you acknowledge the fact that we're not. You know, there's a few of us here that aren't going to be excited, you terribly excited about about the postseason. We're excited about what we're going to see, but our teams are not going to be there. So, Jay, hey, Jared, uh, how's your uh, Jake, how's your guys postseason or how's your guys offseason going? Yeah, me too.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just not. I don't know. I no. I got the, uh, the post game or uh, the end of season press conference, the annual end of season press conference. That's today. So I'm going to take that in. I don't know. I feel like I, I my season ended like a month and a half ago. It's the. The Red Sox, I mean, Dallas, yours ended after like three days after opening day. Um, Jay, (laughs) hey, I don't know when you became emotionally detached from the uh, Cleveland Guardians this season.
4: A couple years ago. (laughs) I think it was was after that first Lucas Giolito start after they acquired him where, you know, he wasn't going to push them to the playoffs. Mm. No, my enthusiasm for the postseason has almost nothing to do with whether they're in it or not at this point. I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine being the high man on this podcast for base for postseason enthusiasm, if that's what it takes, because I'm most
0: pumped, actually. <laughs> yeah, wow, I'm you sure
3: it. you are. I'm sure you are. Joe, basically, well, like he's playing like the the mega millions, but like the odds to win are 30 <laughs> percent. It's like pretty good, pretty good position to be in right now if you're Joey. But uh, yeah, I'm not down. I'm not down. I uh, you know, I, it's it's a balance. That's what life is about. Balances. And uh, well, here, I've, got, here, I've got my Red Sox side of things where, you know, there's there's transition happening. And then I've got my baseball fan side of things where I'm excited for postseason baseball to start.
2: I mean, that's fair because I'm essentially in that same boat. So I'm excited about what the postseason brings. Different kind no of doubt.
3: transition, I think, you know,
2: uh, uh, no, well, not, I mean, you know, mm. hey, there's a there's a shifting in the roster, Jared. Yeah. We're getting young talent up. I mean, yesterday with maybe with maybe the exception of one guy in the lineup and or out of the lineup, the A's, I think, gave you a pretty good look at what they feel like could be a potential opening day lineup next year. So for me, watching that and seeing how those young players have performed and progressed over these last few months, that's something exciting. So to your point about the Red Sox and where
4: they're at. You, they're can't the, you can't say that. You can't call them
3: that. You're an A's. Oh, well, I have an accent.
4: I'm, I don't know I'm, why I'm you're put, so hung up on I'm putting this. my foot down. We're not talking about either of those two teams right yeah, now. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
3: yeah, thank you, Jay. I'm, I'm with you, Jay. Welcome. I don't want to fucking talk about those two teams right now. It's well, not a, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, maybe
2: maybe your future is a little bleaker than I, I, I know, thought. No, I was no, trying
3: no, to shine some light. No, Your future is an We're not talking about it. We're not talking about it. The playoffs. Start tomorrow, Tuesday. Uh, we had quite the weekend to finish out the regular season. Uh, I, before we kind of break down the field, I think we, you know, I'm not gonna hide from it. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hide from it. I'm not gonna sit here and uh, act like I wasn't on the Rangers' bandwagon from the start. I'm not gonna sit here. And act like I I basically guaranteed a division title, and you know what? Maybe maybe uh, you know it should have been that way. But here, here's Alex. Hartman, look. We're
2: wondering what it was gonna be like if the Strohs didn't win the division. I guess we'll never know.
3: I mean, like they they get to talk their shit. They can talk all the shit that they want. Like the Astros, it's it, it's the predictable outcome. What, like if this were WWE, what, they they gave us a finish that all the fans were like, "Ah, oh, really?
2: We wanted the twist. We got we got the finish that was one, obvious. Two, kick out yeah. what? And then you know how it is. Yeah. You know how it is. That's why I said, and I'm glad. You know what, Jared? If you're not gonna run from being on the Rangers' bandwagon, yeah, then I'm not going to run from letting you know that it was going to be the Astros the entire time. I won't run from that either. If you're going to be stand up and accountable for that, I think it's my job to be stand up and accountable for the fact that I told you that this division was going to run through Houston, whether we liked it or not. There were reasons, once again, to be really excited about it. And I told you two months ago that this AL West division race was going to be the division race, the race period to watch down the stretch. And it lived up to the billing a thousand percent. It was determined on the last day of the season. You you can't ask for anything better. I don't I don't
3: love I don't love the two teams can finish with the same record and one wins the division and one doesn't. I don't like that.
2: Well, how, well, I mean, how's it supposed to go? How old are you supposed to do? It? I, no, no, I love In that 1978, because 1978,
3: the one, game 163 Red Sox-Yankees is one of the most like the Billy... Uh, not Billy Buckner. The fucking... Uh, what's the fucking asshole's name? Billy Martin? No, 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 no. Fucking Bucky Dent. 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 Yeah, Bucky Dent. Dent. Oh. Uh, that I mean, was the Bucky Dent good. game. That was a game 163, you know? But I get it. Whatever. Head-to-head records. They, they matter. And uh, the Houston Astros... Won the division, even though they didn't have a better record than the Texas Rangers. You know, it is what it is. It's a take tough care basketball. of business in
2: the division. Take care of business in the division. Well, that's that's, that's also, why those
3: games are so important. I agree. And there's fewer of them now, so they mean more. Even more important. Yep. Uh I there was some criticism about the celebrations, celebration gate between the Astros and the Rangers when they clinched playoff spots and the Astros just did a toast whereas the rangers were popping bottles i think that you know you could take pictures and moments from either one of those i mean people were saying oh they partied too hard the night before and then they went out and lost they got smoked and then uh the astros won their game against a depleted d-backs uh lineup where they they were seeing a it was an opener and it was a spring training lineup things of that nature i'm not hey i'm not making excuses i'm not making excuses but those things do need to well- be noted
2: well, I mean, are, are you saying that the Astros downplayed it because path. they knew they had business to handle? Well, let's let's start with the champagne popping slash just toasting. Well, I think because I that, think it's it's more of a like, look, Astro- the Astros before. are
3: not going to pop bottles for a postseason no. birth. They're going to pop bottles no. for winning the division for because the division. They, that's the expectation. And, They've been there and done but, that, whereas the Rangers mm-hmm. have not been there and done that.
2: Yeah, but I mean, that that. Uh, I don't. I don't know how much of that you can blame. I mean, it really all depends on what they were like. Yeah, sure. Like, ultimately, are you going to bed in a <laughs> with the, with the rest of recovery that you'd like to, if you think you're playing for a division game after you've just celebrated just a postseason berth? No, probably not. That could be a thing. Just unfortunate that the Houston Astros, I, I guess, are in a position where they don't look at things through the same lens that the Rangers do their excitement about just being there. Isn't the same No, And it was, it was very, very clear. And then when they were able to, they just needed things to play out the way they did. Right. They took care of business to the extent that they could won the game that they needed to. And we're just hoping that everything else was going to fall into place. Yeah. And it
3: did. I mean, it, it's also crazy that you go from being a two seed to a five seed now, uh, with the, with the team that has the same record as you and the same division as you. So now the path is obviously the Astros have that uh, wild card bye, So they will play the winner of Toronto and Minnesota, whereas now Texas has to play in the wild card round against the Tampa Bay Rays <clears throat> um, in Tampa because Tampa finished ahead of them in the wild card so that uh, they don't have home field and the winner of that plays the number 1 seed Baltimore Orioles. So that is now their path through the American League. Um and again, they could they could there is a world where the Astros and Rangers could see each other in the American League Championship Series. That is uh mm-hmm. that is a possibility. Do we see that being the collision course or is it just two ships passing in the night? They had their chance uh during the regular season. That's that's where they settled their beef. We won't see them play each other again this year.
2: Oh, man. <clears throat> That's so tough to think about because of the you just don't know what those two games are going to look like or those two series are going to look like the The, the Rays Rangers. Nah. I, I, I just man, I feel like there's no telling how that plays out.
0: Oh, I think I know what happens, <laughs> Joe. And it's not good for turn the cow. Put the cowboy song on. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it's like mute it because I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna beat the Rays.
3: You don't think they're getting past Tampa?
0: the The Tampa Bay Rays. I mean, they've been waiting for them. You know, like these. This these are the calculator brains, and they've had. It's like they've had a bye week, and they've just been able to do calculations for two weeks, (laughs) knowing that they're gonna play one of three teams. They probably got all the calculations set for each team that lined up perfectly. They got all their pitchers lined up perfectly Mm -hmm. to take down the Rangers.
2: I I think that's the only thing that scares me or, or creates any apprehension is the Rangers pitching. That's a pretty big part though. Yeah. What's that? That's
4: a big part.
0: It's
3: it's the Rangers relief oh, pitching, correct? Yeah, specifically what? their bullpen. Is yeah, I mean, fucking butt
2: cheeks. But you got it, like, like, dude, like, and we know this. And I hate
4: how it, confident are, are we blank? about the getting to the bullpen at this point? Even thank
2: you, thank you, thank you. That's <laughs> that's why the bullpen is the issue. That's why the bullpen is the issue is because <laughs> you're going to get exposed early, and that happens in the postseason. That's why Andrew Miller, and he will always be used as like the the. The example of how you turn yourself into a hero by what he did in the postseason, how he was used, how he answered the bell. And that is just an example of how quickly somebody will be leaned on during the postseason if they're performing. And if it's multiple guys, you think that the skipper's not going to those guys sooner rather than later if they're throwing up goose eggs and they're in tight spots and they're getting productive. It's going to happen. I mean- so, just getting to the bullpen, though,
4: can be a problem. I mean, how many pitchers are you confident on in the Rangers who are capable of starting a postseason game right now to get you five quality innings? oh one One? Uh, maybe, yeah. Jordan Montgomery? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Ivaldi well, Ival- hasn't I've- had a good start, let alone a good long start, since July 18th. Hmm. I,
2: I I just don't know. I mean That happened to be against Tampa, if you want a silver <laughs> lining.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Six like, scoreless. It, it almost but-
2: feels like and, and Jay Hey, this is where it almost feels like you could start to entertain taking. I mean <laughs> are, are we gonna use Jordan Montgomery game one? And then from there, whether it's an Evaldi or Evaldi, whether it's an Evaldi or Dunning or Evaldi and Heaney combination, like just trying to figure out if we can use mm-hmm two guys to get bulk. And then we go to a bullpen game. That's why I'm really intrigued as to how the Texas Rangers approach this for for all of everything we just laid out. Tough to get to a bullpen that is shaky. So how are you even going to get it to the guys that you can depend on? If you don't think you can cover five innings, We're, we're asking for 15 outs out of a starting pitcher. And that is those are those are precious outs from the postseason. Those sound like really easy outs to account for in May, not in October, just not the case. And if you've got those other guys in the bullpen that are seeing important outs early and often, and they're not getting the job done, then what direction do you go?
0: Yeah, though, I mean the Rangers have been using their pitchers really weird. Like they, I mean Heaney hasn't really been starting. They've got him out of the bullpen. So has been uh, Martin Perez as well. So it's kind of like their bullpen preparing. sucks ass. But then their starters, and that Ovaldi stat, I wasn't aware of that. That's really I didn't know it was that bad. But yeah, if he's like- not gonna be, if he's not gonna be on his shit, yeah, they're gonna have to get some um some some magic juju going.
4: And Dunning just had to pitch yesterday. He's your game three starter, too. Um, They needed him for three and a third or whatever it was yesterday. Uh, And just like, I I know we brought it up before, but like since July 30th, the Rays are tied for the best team in the AL and the second best team in baseball. So they're record-wise, they're closer to how they started the season than that malaise they got into in the middle of the year. Like this might be, at this point, it might be a a much better team than the Rangers. I think that's a possibility. They won, what, well, 10 more games during the regular season um, and have been playing a lot better over the last two months as well. So,
2: and, and it almost gives you the sense that with their hot start, this is a club that, hey, when it's fresh and it's early and things are kind of even, they hit the ground running and they focus and there's major, major intent behind what they're doing. And then they got out to such a big lead, they were like, you know what? Yeah, huh, looks like we're gonna downshift for a while. Wasn't as important. They're like, I, I think we can cruise to October. What do you guys say? And then towards the end, they're like, Oh, you know what? We should probably think about grabbing third gear, maybe fourth gear. Well, kicking it
4: in, in the gear at the right time. They probably should have won the division then, if that was their attitude. Um, <laughs> but nevertheless, I still think Joey's right. I, I, anything can happen in these short series, of course. But I, I, yeah. if we're actually making picks right now, I would, I would go with the Rays as well. I feel like we've seen this series before just with different names. Mm. Didn't they? uh, They they played each
3: other in the postseason before, right? Didn't Michael Young? I remember like Michael Young hit like a home run to dead center in Tampa in a playoff game.
4: Am I making that up? No, they've played. They've played it before in the postseason. It was. uh, Yeah, it was 20. They played back to back years in 2010 and 2011. I was going to say Matt Garza. Is that off Matt Garza? I
3: don't know. Uh, I just remember Michael Young off the back
4: wall. In Tampa. In 2010, it took five games in the division series. In 2011, uh, Rangers won three to one. Yeah, <laughs> Neftali Feliz. Save, yeah. save, save. Yeah. Shuts the door. Yeah. Uh, all
3: right. So Jay Hayes going Tampa. Joseph, you're going Tampa? Yeah, I've got to go
2: Tampa. Dallas? Oh, man. And yeah, I'm probably going Tampa, man. Yeah. I know I know you just like the song. I know you just like the music. You just just like to wear the hat. (laughs) Don't do it. Cowboy. (laughs)
3: Cowboy. (laughs) The pick is in. The pick is in. I don't even think Tampa wins a game. I what the think fuck? Ta- I don't even think Tampa wins a game. It's going to be them Rangers, boy. You kidding me? It doesn't matter if we go through the wild card, the division, if we got to go to that piece of shit Tropicana field. Doesn't matter, doesn't matter, we got young, we got a Dole East. you don't believe in us Dallas? Aren't you a Texas Tech Raider, you don't, you never, you never bought into that Texas Rangers lore that we got down here, Arlington, Texas, shit JFK Museum, you never seen it, Lee Harvey Oswald, Jack Ruby, you don't believe in it? Headed out
2: west sucker, because i want to This sucker. is the This is the least confident you've ever been This <laughs> is <laughs> <laughs> no, no it's not No it's, it's Jack not. Ruby Quiet <laughs> <laughs> Earth. Yeah. Johnny Rico yeah.
3: Tell you right you guys are going to look so fucking stupid at the end I'm the only one that went the Rangers that's crazy That's crazy Shout out to Connor, who does our social. He's probably the second biggest Texas Rangers fan next to me. <laughs> we're doing it. That's going to be an easy series, Jake. Mark that one down. That's the Rangers. I didn't even know that we were going into serious breakdowns. Uh, things are heating I didn't up either. in the ballpark. Yeah, that just kind of happened out of nowhere. Every team is playing to finish the season strong and make it to the playoffs. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you won't miss a moment of baseball action. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball. Plus, all customers can take a crack at a sweet payday with DraftKings' same-game parlays. String together multiple bets from a single game or Uh, for your shot, a major payout. So what are are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code Jared, J-A-R-E-D. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball, only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code Jared. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance, opt-in, and 10-plus leg requirement for 100% boost. Eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash terms. Just as a reminder, we are going to be in Atlanta this weekend. Um Atlanta wheels up Friday, coming back Tuesday, so that puts us there for games 1 and 2. Jake, which one are we going to? Which one is there going to be like a watch party type deal?
1: Going to game 1 watch party for game 2. Do we know where? It is live at the Battery Atlanta. Where's that? It's in the Battery. <laughs> <laughs> Right next <laughs> to the stadium. It's next to right the stadium. There. Yeah. Okay.
3: Um all right. Watch party live at the battery in Atlanta. That's what it's called.
1: Yeah, we'll have some uh stuff go on social for it too. All right, cool. All right, so we'll be at game one.
3: I've already been in touch with blooper. I don't know what that means.
0: You can't talk, dude. Stop lying. Blooper tweets. That's not bloop, dude. That's not bloop. That's fake bloop. Uh, I don't. (laughs) That's some social media intern.
2: That's bloop. That's Uh, that's real bloop.
0: No bloop tweets.
2: I've seen Mm -hmm. pawn at that tweet box himself.
3: Mm. Mm. Um, Why don't we? Why don't we go back and forth? Why don't we go alnlalnl here? And uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks are back in the postseason. As the third wild card, I mean, the Chicago Cubs. If we could just say a couple words about the Chicago Cubs down the stretch, absolutely shit the bed. They shit the bed. Tough. Tough.
2: Yeah. Tough.
3: Yeah. That was uh, very surprising to me. I thought for sure they were you
0: built. You picked them for World Series. You, to- you said I did not these care. guys are built for the World Series. I wouldn't be surprised no, to no, see no. the
2: Chicago Cubs. I remember yeah, you saying had that. Justin Steele winning the Cy Young.
0: That wouldn't have been a terrible pick. Hey, when Strowman comes back, who wee.
3: They they shit the bed. It was they it was right in front of them. They had it. It was right in front of them. They shit the bed. Arizona Diamondbacks get in on the third wildcard spot against the uh division winning Milwaukee Brewers. What a fucking game one matchup between Corbin Burns and Brandon Fart. Fat.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow, Clean it up.
0: that's his yeah, name. I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it's it. It's fucked. It's fucked. This is Jay Jay's guy, man. I the down backs probably wish they had bum mad bum back, don't they? The, the, was that a mistake? <laughs> was was that, that a mistake? Because, dude, playoff mad bum right now, like, mm. might be. Look,
2: I kind can appreciate move. that. I, I don't think Joe, I don't think it works that way though. Like I don't Have think this playoff no That was also
3: crazy look, that he yeah. just disappeared. <laughs> like no one even no one even took a waiver on him.
2: No. Well Yeah, I mean look, if you could if if it was just a matter of getting a guy to the postseason, and then he just turns into the you know he just turns into who he who he's been, who his career numbers over the absolutely it, that has to have been he, his
3: decision. Uh, there, there's no way Dallas Keuchel is still getting starts in the big leagues, and Madison Bumgarner can't.
2: I mean, I I, I I don't know if it's a uh, there just wasn't much. That that you were getting from Madison Bumgarner. Same thing like, with Dallas it, Keuchel.
3: I'm just talking about like the the team interest aspect of it. I'm not arguing against him being cooked or not. But if Dallas Keuchel is still getting trotted out there, and he's been one of the worst starting pitchers the last four years, then and and in, he's been on in poor. what eight different organizations.
4: Poor Dallas Keuchel, man. He's just listening <laughs> I mean, to the just listening yeah. to the D-backs Brewers <laughs> preview, and he's like, holy <laughs> shit, yeah, <laughs> fucking strays. Keiko's been all
0: right, man. Keiko's no. doing his thing. No, 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 This,
4: I'll, I'll call it. This no, is yeah, the e- die, yeah. this is the easiest series we're going <laughs> to predict s- all
3: day. I'm going Brewers. You think
4: Brewers? Even with I, the Brewers
3: think, offense being what it is. and in, in, Yeah, I don't
4: think the D-backs the offense is uh, not substantially better, not meaningfully no. better than the Brewers offense. It's also not very good. Middle of the pack at best. In the NL, um, the Brewers offense has been better lately, mm-hmm. uh, substantially better over the last month, month and a half. Uh, and I think basically they do everything else better uh, than the D-backs. They have much better starting pitching. Uh, Way better and defense. Well, a- a- and like the Brewers, as Passon pointed out, have probably the best defense in Major League Baseball. Uh, they rank, you know, first and outs above average, second in defensive run saved. If you're more traditional, they also rank first in defensive efficiency, which is just the rate that you turn batted balls into outs. Um, the D-backs rank decently in some of these or very well in some of these metrics also, but the Brewers are just better. They have much better starting pitching and more meaningfully, their starting pitching is lined up. They have Corbin Burns. What? They have Woodruff and Peralta ready what? to go, whereas the Diamondbacks simply do not. Zach Gowan and Mer- uh, Merrill Kelly may very well pitch in this series, or at least one of them will. But they are not lined up to pitch in Game One, which I think matters. Um, Definitely, I'm going to take. take hey, true or
3: false, the Milwaukee Brewers have the best pitching staff out of any postseason
4: team. I think it. I think it is rounded out back into that. I remember mm. talking about a podcast, and I think it was relative to the Cubs and Justin Steele's ascension at some point, like a month or so ago, um, where that didn't feel as secure as it had in the past, and I think the last month of the season has totally refocus that conversation. Brandon Woodruff has been awesome. Um, uh, Freddie Peralta looks a lot more like the Freddie Peralta that was, you know, the third wheel of that dominant trio a couple of seasons ago um, than he did at the beginning of the year. I think it's absolutely true. Um, What about the twins? I think the twins are just a lesser version of these guys. Um, I I know they've got the swing and miss, uh, but there's no way you can convince me that you are as confident in Pablo Lopez, Pablo Lopez, Sonny Gray, yeah, no, and Joe no, Ryan. No, as you are about no. these three, um,
3: yeah. I take the I, I take the Blue Jays staff before I take the Twins staff.
4: Yeah, and I don't. I'm not even meaning to like throw shade at the Twins staff because I do think that's probably their path to winning series this this postseason. I just don't think it's on the level of you know maybe it's like eighty five percent of what the Brewers are bringing. Um, and as Passon also pointed out, the Brewers still have that elite bullpen as well. Um, well, that's that's you the know, thing. first getting the first ball. In, yes. Yeah, first in the NL and second in baseball and relief pitcher ERA. So I'll I'll lay out, but I'm taking the Brewers for sure.
2: Mm. Yeah, no, that's my
4: pick. I'm rolling with the pitching.
0: Dude, the, the dive back's got decent pitching too. Let's not let's let's not um what's the word?
2: Well to Jay hat.
0: But to Jay's <laughs> point, they're not
3: lined up for the series. So it's like they might have like a Zach Gallant. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I they're mean, not, lined, up, lined, three.
2: Up, lined up means what? One of those guys is starting game 1 if they're I mean, it's if
3: Well, it's Fox, not like you're guaranteed 3rd is going to
2: start game 1. Yeah, they, a,
3: they didn't want a dude with a 7 ERA starting game 1 of their playoff no, series.
2: And who you know what who would? Right? Who would? But the I idea that like I, I don't know. Like the 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 phrasing of lined up I think is different if it, we're talking maybe even a 5 game series. But the idea that one of the two was going to pitch I mean, you would love to have both of those guys pitching. You would love to have it, yeah, where they're starting games
4: one and two. You had to get there, though. You had, you know. But that's true. I don't want to overstate that. But the gap between Brandon Fought and one of those guys pitching, or Brandon Fought and even a whatever Corbin Burns is this season, Corbin Burns, like is pretty massive. And also, the Diamondbacks bullpen actually kind of stinks. Uh, and the Brewers bullpen is the best in the NL. So I think that's another separating factor too. It's not like it's just the fact that Brandon fought is starting game one and the Brewers have their rotation lined up. I just like, I know we talked about how the Brewers like can, can they get runs across the board in the postseason, And I have serious concerns about that, but against better teams. Like, I don't think the Diamondbacks are any better. Better set up are stifling to, their offense. No. No, and I also don't think the Diamondbacks offense is any more equipped to get runs on the board in the postseason against the Brewers pitching in this case. Like the they no. they averaged marginally more runs per game. They were seventh and eighth in the NL in runs it's, per game. Um so it's just unfortunate for the Diamondbacks that right now, Jay Hay,
2: uh they're going to be facing probably what could be potentially their toughest path to the World Series based on what they're going to be getting from the mound. So they're going to have to conceivably beat the best guys on the mound that they're going to see all postseason right out of the gate. So really, if they're able to take care of business here, it could get easier from there. Not to say that it plays out that way, but on paper, this is about as tough as it gets for the Diamondbacks.
3: Is this this the biggest, I don't want to call it a mismatch, but is this the biggest gap? in talent between two teams or ability ah no ah, way
0: what's the biggest gap that'd the pick- be the phillies and the marlins man yeah mm. i think it's
4: phillies mark i think that's it's between those two series for sure i don't um, know hey,
0: you're you're giving the brewers way too much credit especially since this offense is like has nobody
4: yeah the three-headed no monster
0: the
2: three-headed monster draws a lot of attention on the mound and then from there and the you know, of, I, I think-
3: but like all they need is like a poke here and a poke there and it's not like they don't have guys that aren't capable of doing that
0: they don't yeah. everyone sucks on their team <laughs>
2: everyone sucks <laughs> <laughs>
0: They don't. I mean, they don't suck. I mean, the Yelich is is good. All right, then pick
3: the D back Contreras. Pick the D back
0: Contreras. Pick the D back is good. Well, but, but I'm not, not ready to do. I'm not ready to do that yet. Oh, you're so, not ready to do like, it. When you're telling me, I, I'm not going to. do I'm not ready to pick anyone yet. Oh, you're not ready. Yet. To so pick when you're anybody. telling me to pick, I'm not ready to pick yet. All right, well, I just, so I'm not going to pick. Jay Hay made his but pick. I will.
3: Jay Hay made his pick. Dallas, are you taking the Brewers?
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm brewing the crew.
3: Okay,
0: same, Joey. I'm <laughs> not, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, man. <laughs> listen dude I, we're gonna ask Jake like I'm not fucking ready like we could do this all day
3: Jake was only gonna pick if the Red Sox were in the series Jake do you wanna pick nah I'm all set yeah he's all set
0: alright well me, I'm the same way
3: you're you're all set with Pickett.
0: yeah I'll pick the I'll pick I'll pick the D-backs wow
2: okay Whoa. because here's
0: the thing man you put me on the spot mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're riding right.
2: Corbett Carroll's coattails yeah
0: Corbin Carroll is a beast. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got Carol, a good match. Carroll they, they, they got Corbin Carroll, and they got Cattell. No one ever talks about Cattell. Yeah. And this is a team that is facing another team that isn't that good at hitting. So, <laughs> like, I think it's going to be close. I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's that big of a mismatch. So, if I'm going to be the only guy, this is how I set myself apart. I'm going to pick the Diamondbacks because Jared's making me.
3: I I I mean, I respect the pick if you actually made it with your heart.
2: Doesn't sound like he was making it with his heart, though. No, it feels like he got bullied into it. It is it is a thousand percent the case.
3: Yeah. Do you feel like
0: you got bullied there, Joe? Uh, I feel like I could beat your ass. could beat Jay's ass, Dallas' ass, Jake's ass. So, no. No one here is bullying me. I did it under my own accord. And I'm with the D-backs.
2: All right. Okay. All right.
0: I think Alec Thomas is the guy who really sets the tone. Game one. Okay. All right. Um, So that is three
3: (laughs) three picks for the Brewers, one for the D-backs. Joe does not get bullied. Doesn't do it. I respect Joe will beat your ass. (laughs) Yeah. If it came down to it, I'd have to defend myself. Yeah. Uh, If you want tickets to that D-Backs Brewers series, boy, do we have a promo code for you because you shouldn't have to Mm -hmm. wait or worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals on all prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time guarantees and takes the guesswork out of buying tickets for anything. So if you're trying to go to any of these postseason games, man, stick around for the promo code because it's going to help out big time trying to go to see some playoff baseball. See the view in your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show up uh, with your total up front so you know what you're getting. It's a great deal without any hidden fees. Buy the tickets in seconds with two taps. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event. And even an hour after it starts, it's the place to find last minute seats, find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And the game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. And here's that promo code that we've been talking about. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use the promo code Jared J-A-R-E-D, and that'll get you $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Use the promo code Jared for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And we will see you.
0: For the ones who get it done. Um, All right. Back to the
3: American League here. The Blue Jays. The sixth seed Blue Jays. Is that disappointing? Or are you just happy to get in at that point? uh, Didn't I pick the Blue Jays to win the division this year? Did anyone else pick the Blue Jays to win the division this year?
2: I think I did. No, we all picked the Rays, I feel like. Is the sixth
3: seed disappointing? No. They're in. They're in. They're just happy to be there. They're happy to get in at this point.
4: I mean, it was obvious they weren't going to win the division for a long time. So I think you just have to be happy at this point.
3: Yeah. Well, yes. And I mean, like, we thought the division was over in April because Tampa was going to win it. And then they didn't.
4: It just never, it didn't ever feel like it was going to be Toronto.
3: Yeah.
2: No. Oh, wow. With the the way that, what? What
4: do you got?
3: Bobby Nightingale. I'm not going to hit the breaking news, but Bobby Nightingale just tweeted. MLB draws more than seventy million fans, the largest increase in thirty years. That's significant to me. Like when you have, uh, like, oh, like you know the ratings are up. They're the largest TV number since twenty twenty one. It's like okay, it's twenty twenty three. Like 30, I'm, I'm not blown years. away by that. But yeah, the largest increase in attendance in thirty years. Like that goes uh, before the fucking steroid era.
2: That's impressive, and I'm gonna. To that's notable. I, I believe I believe there to be a direct correlation, a direct tie to game time.
3: Yeah, people aren't like, oh, baseball.
0: Mm.
2: Like because, that's, because is look, it four hours? Think about well, think about the things that you measure on the way to determining whether or not you're going to go to a sporting event or something like that. How long does it take to get there? What's the traffic going to be like? Right, parking. Well, how long's the actual event? And blah, 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 blah. So where that ranks, I think matters. And fans were like, you know what? New product? Okay. Shaving 30 minutes off this damn thing? Okay. Let's see what we got. So you had a lot more people more than willing to come out, I think, with frequency to check out what the hullabaloo was all about. Yeah.
0: Shorter games, more interleague play helps a lot. Um yep. uh, the fans more, being able more to see. teams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, more teams in the hunt because the expanded playoffs Mm -hmm. helps a lot. All those things. And interleague play makes a way bigger difference people realize. It's like, a, I think, a 7% increase in attendance every time there's interleague.
2: And just so we're just, we don't need to go down this rabbit hole. Just want to remind people, that's why the revenue sharing conversation is so important between the union and the owners. Just remember that 30 years It's been 30 years since we've had this many people in the stadiums, which means dollars. Baseball players knew this. The union knew this. So did the owners. That's why the conversation was what it was. So don't listen to people tell you that the game is dead, that the game is dying. We both knew. And by say both, I mean the players union and the owners knew that that's just simply not the case. So a round of applause to everybody involved just keep that in mind that's why the conversations every 5 years with the CBA and revenue sharing are what they are you yeah. just saw a 30 year increase
3: it used to annoy me how much dallas would just suck rob manfred's dick dry but now <laughs> it makes sense like now i see it like the the increase for that's the biggest one in 30 years all that blowing Rob Manfred by Dallas it's finally making sense I see the vision I see the path and I, I I'm starting to see what he was talking about all along that's your boy there right you there, have it Dallas
2: come 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 to Jesus Jared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> yeah I am uh I'm happy for you that's a big win for your camp uh the Minnesota Twins versus the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, this is a three seed versus a six seed. You have the AL Central division winning Minnesota Twins versus the Toronto Blue Jays. By the way, uh, the Blue Jays as the six seed have a better record than the division winning Twins. Just, just want to throw that out there. Um,
2: tough hmm. tough division, man. Tough division.
3: Real tough. Uh, I feel like this one is – it's it's not a sexy – it's not a sexy series for me uh mostly because it's not being played in Toronto like I I I love like if this were a, a best of three in Toronto, I would be amped. Um, but since it's in Minnesota, no it, disrespect to Minnesota fans but you're just not Toronto you don't you're not an entire country. like those playoff like games in Toronto are, are very 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 exciting. I'll,
2: I'll, I'll even say this playing that game playing that game in the six. I would. I think I could blindfold blindfolded just go. Yep, give me the Jays. Give me the Jays. Yeah, I, I would says- be more than willing to say that. More yeah. than willing. I don't. I mean, now that it's in in Minnesota, I'm not as committed to that. Maybe, but look, if this lineup, if this lineup, just is even a shade of what it can be for the Toronto Blue Jays, look the fuck out, because they can bang. They just haven't, and there's been a few guys in the lineup that just haven't all year long. That's why when Jay Hay was talking about the Jays just being in the playoffs should be something that they should be happy about. Uh, I think with the absence, frankly, of Vladimir Guerrero Jr. comparatively speaking to what he's done in in years past, they were like, I don't know how, I don't know how it's going. If he's not going, if he's not playing well, how are we going to go? If Matt Chapman isn't playing well, if Matt Chapman isn't swinging the bat well, how how are we going to go? What's going on? So to be there, they're excited about that. But if they get hot, if this lineup starts to starts to put the bat on the ball, that could be trouble. That could be problem.
3: Uh, who are their game one started? Is going to be Gosman. <clears throat> Do they yeah, no? It's he just Lopez, pitched, right? No, Gosman,
4: it's Gosman is gone. Lopez. Yeah. Okay.
3: So at least we have like a marquee matchup in game one. I mean, as much as I like excitement on game 162 teams trying to scratch and claw their way into the postseason, then you understand that it comes at the cost of having like a nice marquee game one matchup. But that will be a a fun one between the Jays and the Twins.
4: That's I mean, that actually is my that's why I find this series appealing is because it's it feels to me like one of the few series if not the only series in the wild card round evenly where matched. Yeah, it's very evenly matched I think. Um and the the rotations are both set up and healthy. Like we're not like Rangers Rays it's like uh who is pitching for these teams like yeah, probably Glass now but like you know it's obviously not the Rays rotation that we saw at the beginning but like and then we just talked about Brewers Diamondbacks to me this is You've got Gosman, Lopez, Sonny Gray, you've got Joe Ryan, you've got uh, Kikuchi. Uh, Kikuchi, you've got the whole like thing lined up, ready to go for both sides, and I just, I don't know, that to me is appealing. It feels like a more traditional postseason series than some of the other ones that we're getting, what- I think.
2: And I think what it offers J.A. is instead of like one team just being significantly better in one area than the other, or maybe in both areas, right? Like you hate to go into a series where you, you know that one team is just significantly greater in all facets of the game or the majority of the facets of the game. This series has a chance to allow the team who plays the best brand of baseball to actually win the series as opposed to a team who might not catch the ball, but hit the big home run at the right time. Or a team who might not pitch well, but whose offense just bludgeons the other team, and they just club their way to victory. So I think this series presents a great opportunity for baseball fans to watch really good, high-quality baseball played over a two, three-game series. That That is what I think this series offers.
0: With that being said in terms of having full strength uh teams, the Twins obviously they're pitching that's yeah. their that's their yeah. bread and butter, but they they Gallo's been hurt, he might not play. Royce Lewis is a question mark. Carlos Correa, they don't even know if he's going to play. They're saying he's probably playing.
2: He's ready. Yeah, he's he's not great, but they I mean that was part of him uh like he didn't play in Minnesota against the A's. Uh, I don't believe and that was all part of him like kind of resting. So we're going to see Correa
0: with one foot um, and then Byron Buxton. I don't know. But like these are what's their whole lineup pretty much. At least
4: anyone who's like a name. I just. I just I'm I'm genuinely curious how much better the Blue Jays lineup is right now than the Twins lineup right now, because those guys missing is significant being missing or or. Less than full strength, but like I'd like to see this Blue Jays lineup like actually perform uh up to the name brand of the people that are on it um at the biggest stage because With I feel Nets. like this lineup is kind of coasting on like name and reputation at this point because like Vlad, we talked about Vlad last podcast. Bo Bichette is fine. I don't think Bo Bichette can be the best offensive player on a championship team. Um, and then everybody else presents some level of question um, offensively, particularly in a postseason setting, I think. Um, so I'm just kind of curious to see well, them do it. Uh, I'm going to take that, the Blue Jays in the series, but it's not with a great deal of confidence. That,
2: that's why you need those other guys to be who they are, right? You need George Springer to be that threat at the top. You need Matt Chapman to be who he is deeper in that lineup so that that lineup has length to it. Otherwise, to your point, you're asking Bo Bashette to carry the load when you could probably get a lot of help from a few other spots. And if that's not coming, if you're not getting Vlad Jr to support, I mean that's that's where you start to see guys get pitched well, around, right? If you can attack all- Vlad because you're not fearing him, bo, here, you can fucking suck on these
4: slide pieces, homie. You're not going to get anything to hit. And with all due respect to Chapman and and Springer, who I think are the two, you nailed the two guys that we're talking about here. Like George Springer was nowhere near the, the George Springer offensively that we have seen in the past that followed a previous year of like partial decline as well. So he just may not be the same dude, even though we've seen some like legendary shit from George Springer in the postseason in particular over the years. um, And Matt Chapman, for as excited as we all got over his start and making fun of the A's, ah, ha, ha, another former A just crushing it somewhere else. He basically ended up having the same offensive season that he always has. Um, Only with even fewer homers like it's 755 OPS, 17 homers for Chapman this year. Like these guys just aren't impact offensive players at this point. And if Vlad Jr. is not that guy, I think they're just as exposed offensively as the twins are because Joey's points mm. are very real.
2: But Who, but what these guys like? If, well, let's look at it like this. <laughs> Should we go to read the Twins lineup right now? I I'm mean, looking no, at it right. Those now.
0: guys are gone. I'm looking no, at it but right if you're now.
2: Gonna, yeah, if you're going to catch, if you're going to catch lightning in a bottle, though, which bottle are you taking out there with you? Which bottle can contain the lightning? The bottle that the Twins are offering you, or the bottle that the Blue Jays are offering you? Which bottle would you like?
0: I'd rather. i obviously the Blue Jays for me. I mean, if you look, they've scored more runs than the Blue Jays this year. That's a fact. The Twins. I'm not, this,
2: not, not this lineup, though, that you're talking nah, about. Not this lineup. Not you, this lineup that you're talking about. If you were trotting this lineup out for 162, you're probably not getting that same production. That's why, to your point, Joey, about these guys who have question marks over them, like the Correas, right, what, what happens? If Gallo's not there and Royce Lewis can't play and Carlos Correa has his feet up, then, then what are we looking at? Then what are we doing? No Byron Buxton? I mean, and, and think about... You would take him just in the lineup at DH at that point, right? Even though that's not where you would love to have him. You'd love to have him roaming around out in center field. That'd be fabulous. Not going to happen.
0: But you got to account for Ryan Jeffers in there. And what about Alex Kirloff? They could get a doubles. Edward Edou- Ed- Julianne. Yo, Kier- these are our names. These don't excite you. This is not a lineup that Kier- excites you to win a playoff series K- against the best pitching staff in the league. Kirloff's Kier- you-
4: OPS was 50 points higher than Matt Chapman's this year. That's I just, don't give yeah. a crap. Yeah. Right,
0: dude, they turned the AC down in the, just, in the dome or something, dude. It, it doesn't like.
4: I'm not afraid of him I, either, but like that doesn't mean that he's not just as good of an offensive player as Matt Chapman is, even though we haven't heard of him as much before. My I'm point gonna, is, is that, that the Betty isn't Matt Chapman hasn't done shit for like five months of the season, but I'm taking the Blue Jays. I just don't general. think we should pretend that this is like some vastly superior offense because no. I don't think I don't think it is. No, I, I don't
3: feel that way either. I, I think to to your earlier point, it's probably the most evenly matched of the postseason series right now.
0: Then you know what you guys should do? What? Pick the twins.
3: I'm I'm considering it. <laughs>
2: with the balls.
3: I'm I'm considering it. Um, I'm not. Also, with the format, what? you play all the games in Minnesota. Um, they do have the better run differential. I don't know. Pitching's a coin flip, right?
0: It's. I mean, I, when do too- when do we
2: when when do we, I mean like we we you can put a disclaimer on it. I, I I'll allow that. What if the Twins are healthy? And you want to pick the Twins? <laughs> fair.
0: They're definitely not healthy. Depends like how, what what You don't know what health. that
2: lineup's going to look like. You,
0: you do have no not idea.
2: I do not know what that lineup's going to look like. You could very well be surprised and have fucking Correa and Buxton smack dab in the middle of that bitch. Well,
3: uh, my thought process here is in 2019 they had one of the best lineups of all time and didn't win a playoff game. Uh no one. Now they have with, the pitch, no they one. Have the
2: pitching to back it up. Do they have the pitching now, to back it up? No one. Now it's one of the worst
3: lineups of all time. Yes. Like, what could they do? No one is considering the fucking Minnesota Twi- Like, they're not even factoring into anyone's thought process this October. Not at all. Which is why it makes sense that they might <laughs> win. I, I'm. I might. I might pick the Blue Jays, but I might pick the Twins to win a game. Like, it's like a side prediction
0: okay yeah well, that could be a problem Could we have a ranger situation where they win the first game pop champagne because they broke the streak right and they're tied for two and three right because uh, would anyone blame them
3: no
2: <laughs> uh yeah yeah
3: yep no yes that's if you're going to make a prediction on this series you have to predict who you think is going to win and if it's toronto you have to predict whether or not the twins are going to win a game
4: i i have some bad news for the twins offense haters by the way
3: oh they have gingivitis
4: <laughs> does does it, <laughs> but Does anybody? Does anybody want to guess where the Minnesota Twins rank in runs per game since August 25th?
3: Uh, third. twenty fifth? Fun
4: with fun with random endpoints. right here. Third.
3: Runs per game since August first.
4: August twenty fifth. Sixth. August twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Clearly, clearly that date's important. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. First. One. Number one in baseball. runs per game. They've averaged more runs per game over those 34 games than the Braves, Astros, and Dodgers who are next in line. Number one offense in the game. Shout out to the September Columns.
3: Yeah, so you got them winning the
4: whole thing then. No, I am going to take them for this series, though. I'm going to accept Joey's challenge. Wow. And I'm going to take the Minnesota (laughs) Twins to win this series against the Blue Jays. Does
0: it scare you that they had to play the Rockies, the athletics they face the <laughs> angels <laughs> and they're, they're hot <laughs> the cincinnati reds known for the worst pitching staff in the league um i'm White
2: taking Sox. the blue jays so jay hayes on the jays on the twins yep i yeah. am on the jays
3: are you gonna are you predicting them to win a game can they win a game
4: Uh it's gosman and then who is it gosman then bassett I don't know that they've announced the rest of it yet, which I think is a little bit interest. I, not that they, it's not interesting that they haven't announced it. I am interested to see who starts those games.
2: I don't care. No, the Twins don't. Oh fuck, Sonny Gray's going to pitch one. <laughs> yeah, the
4: Twins probably got Jason, good pitchers. They Jason do?
2: three, Jason three, Twins win the Sonny Gray start. Mm.
0: I, yeah, I'm tempted to pick uh, a Minnesota, the the feel good story, the Cinderella story, Minnesota winning a game just because they do have some.
2: And I'm looking. I'm I'll, I'll, like I'm being honest. I'm rolling with the Jays because I got I got boys there. I would love to see them there. I, I do think that we've talked so about. your compromise. compromised need to it
3: You're compromised.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, And I'm okay admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, okay
3: admitting that. That's crazy. That's crazy that you
2: look. I got I got guys in Minnesota too. Tell why? Tell Matt. All I was doing
4: was telling the truth about his offensive production this year. It was nothing personal. Okay, that's that's. Fair. I got
2: my boy Trapstick. Over there, Derby's? How am I supposed to pick the twins when well, I got Chappie up there? You ever see that platinum glove, J It's platinum, brother.
4: It goes from one platinum to Final, the other matty finally, <laughs> finally, we've correctly identified the platinum glove winner. That's <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's traps It G- is platinum.
2: Yeah. It is, it is platinum. I mean, look. Uh is uh yeah, is Pat Paddock's on the postseason roster, right? Yes. Of course he would.
0: Paddy wagon. Well, I don't know. If they've announced the in roster, but he's on. He was on the roster. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And up. how can you pick the Twins with fucking Trevor Plouffe? The guy hates us. We'll fucking talk to us. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I know he's. I know he said no. He's a cool guy, and he, he just, just he, he
2: hates YouTubers, Joe. Yo. And so he's yeah. like, no. Nah, as long as you got that guy kicking around, I can't fucking can't do it. Mm. Yeah, I
0: mean, something's going on. Some i don't I'd apologize, but at the same time. I gotta roll my Blue Jays because they just got better hitters, deep pitching stack. Because not only do they have a, they're like one of the only teams with that actually have five starters.
3: Wait, we're we're dumb. We we picked the teams, but we didn't say in how many games. Dallas just did it for the first time, so yeah. now we got to go back and pick team X in X amount of, in Y amount of games.
4: Well, it's either two or three. <sighs> Fine. Rays, Rays sweep, Brewers sweep uh Twins in 3.
3: Uh Rangers sweep um Brewers in 3.
2: Brewers sweep Ray's in 3 Jays in 3. So you got the Twins winning the game. Yeah. Mm. I got the Twins winning a game. Mm. Unwagando. You know what? I
3: don't. <laughs> I got Jason too. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's not, it's not the year. It's not the year. It's not. It's not, not the year, so. dude. Next, next year. <laughs> next year. Next year is the year. This year is not the year. For whatever yeah. reason that is, I don't I can't I can't tell you. It's just not the year. Honestly, it's because Ploof ducked us. That's why it's not the year. It's bad juju to do that. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> you shouldn't do that.
0: I'm also picking a Toronto sweep here. <laughs> I will say I think I think the Rangers steal one. That game, the Rangers raise goes three. Diamondbacks, Brewers, Diamondbacks and three. But this one, this is a sweep. And I also <laughs> think it's bullshit. It's not in a dome. This should be a dome series. I mean, these are two dome teams, but it's not in a dome. I agree. Wow. It shout, might
4: snow. Shout out to my people in Minnesota. I see you. I see
3: you. <laughs> did you did you pick the twins, Jay?
4: I did. In three. You
3: did. Uh, yeah, that makes me feel uncomfortable.
2: I don't know that. I love he, that He talked himself into that, Jared. Don't, don't be. He did. He, he talked himself it. into it. And enough shit talking from Joey convinced him yeah. that it was the move.
3: Yeah, because he he was quick on the brew crew. Like, didn't even have to think about it.
4: Yeah, um, I'm, I'm fine representing the good people of Minnesota. The Twin Cities. Minnesota, Mi- nice. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yep. Shout out.
2: Shout out plums. Shout out my man Bidzy and plums. Minnesota, mm. nice. One yeah, of the better plum.
4: airports in the country, you yeah. have to say. Fair.
3: Been to Minnesota? I don't
0: know that I've been to Minnesota. I don't think so. Never been. You'd know, bro. You'd know. You'd it's know not a you know place It's not a place you forget. Okay. No. Uh, Blue Moon's a beer that you don't forget. Fact. Yummy. Yeah.
3: Even under the bright <laughs> lights of the playoffs, Blue Moon Belgian style wheat I'm ale the is love. the beer that's made brighter. Blue Moon was born in a ballpark for baseball fans. First brewed at Coors Field in Denver, Colorado, from its bold, refreshing flavor to its beautiful, bright color. Blue Moon is as iconic as America's pastime. Dallas, how many cases of Blue Moon do you have ready to go for tomorrow night?
2: Currently, three. Mm.
3: Thanks for the invite, by the way.
2: Mm -hmm. It'd be a long walk for you,
3: but yeah. Mm -hmm. With its refreshing I know flavor. That,
2: I don't know if that purgatory hell kittens gonna make it over.
3: Oh, <laughs> <a> Valencia <laughs> Orange Peel for a subtle sweetness and hints of coriander. Blue Moon Belgian style wheat ale is a one-of-a-kind beer that's made brighter. It's carefully crafted and full flavored with refreshing notes and a smooth, creamy finish. Blue Moon was brewed by baseball, so it's the perfect match for the playoffs. The crack of a bat, the pour, the first sip of that bold flavor. Blue Moon always feels like a special occasion. Best served with its signature orange garnish to showcase its beautiful bright color. A beer this good only comes around once in a blue moon, but you can enjoy it all through the playoffs. Brighten up the baseball playoffs with Blue Moon Belgian Style Wheat Ale. It's a one of a kind every time. Check out shop.bluemoonbrewingcompany.com for fresh baseball merch and visit slash rocket to find Blue Moon delivery options. That is get.bluemoonbeer.com/rocket. Blue Moon made brighter, celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Company Golden Colorado Ale. Um there were uh, people on the baseball is dead Reddit page. They were asking if we were gonna do postseason streams. I said sure. I mean, I, I don't want to do them for every fucking game. That was kind of uh, that was a wild,
2: what, what, the wild card day.
3: Yeah, what do we do? Like twelve hour streams?
2: No. What about the first the first day? Wasn't that like a fucking 14-hour stream?
3: Yeah, it was the most preposterous stream. I have no interest in doing that ever again for the rest of my
2: life. <laughs> I spent three hours on a on a rubber.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is uh, I think we should probably... I mean, we're all going to be a buyer of TVs watching. I think we should just kind of be on standby, like if it's, you know, the seventh inning and it's three to three. If it's like a big situation and we want to pop in... I have no interest in streaming for an entire game because then we also have to podcast after the games. I'm not trying to talk for 15 hours.
0: Yeah, okay. I'd be done. I'd, be, I'd do it in my sleep, but yeah, Jared doesn't want to. So Yeah, no, I don't. I really don't. But everyone listening, that's yeah, kind no, of the we, cloth yeah, I'm we, cut from.
2: Yeah, we'd <laughs> love to work. Jared, not a big fan of that. So no. <laughs> gonna have no. to find your stream somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah
3: i'll Man. i'll do a little uh i'll do a, i'll do a situational stream for sure a little sitchy a little sitchy stream. Yeah,
2: may, maybe maybe me and joe will go ig live you know just roll up the sleeves kind of grind it out yeah
0: fuck it
3: <laughs> yeah go on ig <laughs> but, that's very selfish yeah grow the youtube channel by going on ig oh, live yeah well
2: that that's what i meant was was going on the youtube right clearly mm-hmm clearly Uh, (laughs) with the youtuber (laughs) right yeah yeah go
0: on the the youtube channel called jared Carabas. without him well i don't know if i have the password of that one jake has it
2: interesting we'll we'll iron that
3: yeah figure it out there'll be some streams the streams will happen just have to just have to clean up that prostate next thing you know Smooth streaming. We got one more series to break down. It's in the National League. It's between the Philadelphia Phillies, Joe, and the Miami Marlins. Why did it have to be this matchup? Why couldn't it have been like the Phils? No, no. And the D-back. Look,
4: look,
2: look, look, look. look. I I would have been okay with this. I would have been okay with this if things looked just a little different on the mound. If things look just a little different on the mound, I would be okay with this. Would we not? Would we not? Healthy Sandy. Now I'm not saying that what you got from Sandy this year was anything that you were excited about. But if Sandy's making a start, postseason, wipe the slate clean, competitive juices, yada yada yada, all the things that you think would be able to get you past a, a tough, a toughly digested regular season from Sandy and Yuri.
4: These two guys healthy. No, no interest. No, I mean I, that would I, be interesting. I, I would be much more interested. Yes, um, the two because I point, believe the two that, most right. interesting pitchers are not pitching for the Marlins. Period. Right, and I think that almost kind of turns it into a bloodbath. As much as wow. I love, no, el, el problema.
2: Wow, a bloodbath! He says, "You give them no shot." I don't know how much of a shot. I mean, if they're gonna if <sighs> they're gonna have one, they're gonna need to win the Lazardo start.
3: And we all know he's damaged goods from Oakland.
2: Uh, I don't know if that's the case. I think I
3: it's do probably that. a lot better than that. Mm. A lot better than that. I wanted to ride the Marlins wave, but I refused to to pick against the Phils in the first round. Won't do it. I yeah, mean, if
0: it's anyone tough. could do it, don't you think it could be the Marlins, man? They kind of are. Like you said, they got they are, use the word, wave. Yeah. They're wavy. Don't waiting. be mad at us. If they, that shit. Don't be mad at us. When was the last time the Marlins went to the playoffs and played in a three-game series? Start off. Start off the playoffs. Twenty twenty. That would be twenty twenty. Yeah. and they beat the Cubs. Mm-hmm. When was the last time the Marlins went to the playoffs and didn't win a series?
3: Uh, like in a full season, that's never happened, right?
0: It's never happened in the history of baseball. Full season, short season, extra. As long, long season, as they've even. gone, they're winning. They're in the playoffs. They win. They be
2: dubbing. It's
0: does that mean they're going to win this time? I feel like you don't have the balls to pick the Marlins. Better
2: hope You're them right? fish sticks don't get overcooked, Joseph.
3: <laughs> Joe's not picking the Marlins. He's he's capping right now, dead ass.
2: Burger Bell.
3: Jake Berger being the World Series MVP is something that a lot of us are not prepared for right now emotionally.
4: It is kind of crazy, though, to shout just to give a second shout out to Jesus Lozardo about Mm. how close he's actually made like the game one pitching matchup. Like you just sort of think of the Phillies and you're like, oh, they got that front two that's going to be better than most of the teams are trotting out in baseball. And like. Jesus Lozardo wasn't as good as Zach Wheeler was this year, but he was like really, really close. Um, Thank you. Like really, really close. And. He was. Better Are you going to put Ar- some
2: respect on it? I love and he that. was
4: Aaron Nola. He was better than Aaron Nola, straight up this year. So, like, I'm definitely not taking the Marlins because I think there is a significant gap in the quality of offense here, um, which is not breaking any any news. Um, no. But- Jay, hey,
2: they're running. They're running their lines right now on on MLB. 32 starts for Lazardo, 10 and nine, 3.63 ERA, 178 and two thirds innings, 208 punch outs. He'll be facing Wheeler who in his 32 starts went 13 and 6 with a 3.61 ERA in 192 innings pitched and he punched out 212. So he had four more strikeouts than Lazardo did in over 15 innings.
4: Yeah. I mean more it's basically like did. Yeah, it's like 2 to 3 more basically 2 to 3 more starts worth the pitching but the quality was the, basically the exact same. Um mm-hmm. that, That's Wheeler. Wheeler. Right. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, that's less about this series and the Marlins and more just giving Lizardo a little bit of a tip of the cap. I'm taking the Phillies i it. It. I'm taking the There, feelings. there, There's a lot of like with this team from, from uh,
0: Florida, man. <laughs> Listen. Here we go. When was the last time the team only played 161 games and made the playoffs? Does anybody know? I wouldn't expect happened. you guys to know. It's never happened. It has happened. happened. It happened in 2021, the Atlanta Braves, and they won the World's fucking Series. mm it's a good stat. Wow. Obviously, the fish don't lose in the playoffs. They've only done it once in their history, I believe, and that was to the Braves. So, doesn't really count. Braves are goaded anyway. On top of that, I they seem like a team of destiny.
4: Well, I, to at I'm least not, win one game. I'm not <laughs> going to say. I'm not going to say that. But, but Braxton Garrett. But Braxton Garrett.
2: Probably had a
4: better season than Aaron Nola, (laughs) too. If we're being real about this, I don't know that I like Braxton Garrett in a postseason start, but like, I know it's not Alcantara and Yuri Perez. It's got to start
2: somewhere, Jay. But there there, there is
4: more depth to this Marlins rotation and not just like hypothetical, like guys who went out and threw like Lizardo and Braxton Garrett through like 300 combined innings this season between the two of them with like a three and a half ERA. Like there's real production and real talent here. Um, I just I struggle to see how they score. Really, Um, it's a bad offense. It's been a bad offense. Arias, you know, hot first two months really didn't change the basic nature of this offense. Um, And and look, the bullpen, the bullpen
2: down there for my money is volatile.
4: I mean, they've got
2: what uh, what's. Uh, Nordy. What is that? His name? Oh, Andrew Nardy. Yeah. Nardy. Yeah. yeah. Um, good puck <laughs> at the back end scares me, scares me. I watched it live. I saw it. There's something there's just, there's, well, I don't need to go down a rabbit hole with AJ puck right now, but I just don't know that, he, that he's quite there yet. I don't, <sighs> I don't think he's quite there yet
0: and that's why you pick up a guy like david robertson at the trade deadline and you, you get him going in the back end of that bullpen and now you're talking about a team that could beat the phillies in one game and <laughs> it's just like this is a team that we saw them coming in the year they got a cy young pitcher doesn't pitch good at all then gets hurt okay we can write him off okay they have their best player um who is hitting 400 he gets hurt on the most important stretch of the season probably not going to make the playoffs. They still push through. Jazz Chisholm, MVP candidate, self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Be the show. <laughs> he misses most of the season, and somehow this team makes the playoffs. We, it's it, it's wavy.
4: It, it would also be a lot better for the rest of the postseason rounds and the conversations we're going to have about those if fucking Bryce Harper's team and the Philadelphia Phillies advanced and not this drek. <laughs> <laughs> this let's listen, Jay.
2: Hey, no, no, such a hater. I, I am my right?
0: first female GM, and this is what you do. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's, that's a good point.
2: Wow, you hate you know, Kimming? It's yeah. crazy.
4: This well, I did is, not have you hating Kimming. That, that's a <laughs> that's a hell of a hill. Oh man, you guys couldn't even name half the lineup of this team if pressed <laughs> right
2: now.
0: Without, okay. I know they got
4: Joey Wendell.
0: I know they got Joey Wendell. Last time he made the playoffs, took a team, underdog team, on his back. Tampa Bay Rays to the World Series. Hell of a ball
3: player, Joey Wendell,
0: by the way.
2: I, I love him. No BGs. Love Joey La-
0: Wendell. Last time we had a no BG star in the in the playoffs, he put BGs on. Yep. But when he had him off, didn't he win MVP? He, didn't he win uh, MVP of the World Series?
2: No, Carlos uh, or uh, Mr. Pena did.
0: It doesn't matter because he took his team to the World Series and won it <laughs> Mr. without <Pena>. batting gloves.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now they got a no BGs guy on the fish i mean they have all these little, little things these <laughs> recipes to have a team make some noise so i think they will win the first game of the series <laughs> okay how, how has no one mentioned jorge soler yet
3: oh, there you go
0: what was the last time he made the playoffs uh when he was causing havoc in houston uh he actually won the world series mvp you're right jared and, and balls and over train tracks exactly
2: that's yeah. how bobby dynamite
0: yeah
3: is anyone picking the Marlins?
4: I
2: picked
3: no. them to oh, okay. the first All game. Right. You picked them to win, pick the pick win the first game. I need you to
2: pick them to win the series. You won't do it? Joey has said that there's not a team in Major League history that's been more geared up to win one game in a three-game <laughs> series than the Miami Marlins. Uh,
0: <laughs> it is going to be weird to see that. go to. They're going to turn the cameras on. Primetime playoff game. And at the bank, everyone's getting pumped. And then they go to the field, and it's the fucking Marlins. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on right now? You know, the big playoff atmosphere, and it's just the stupid fucking
2: that, that is so Marlins. True. That is so true.
3: I got to retool my soundboard for all the teams that are in the playoffs, their home run songs. I've got, I mean. You got homework. You got homework. I do. I got to do it today. Playoffs start tomorrow. What's Let's the playoff on. schedule, Jake? Are we gonna when are we doing a podcast again?
1: Uh, at the conclusion of the wild card series, so that's either gonna be Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. And we could do streams if any of them get close.
0: So we gonna do that at, at night. At
2: night. I mean, what what if uh, what we got we got four series? What if there's two series that are done early? In any yeah. interest in covering those two first
1: we could split it into two and two the plan was if any of them go to game three then we just record them all after game three but
2: mm-hmm. gotcha yeah. yeah
1: we're playing it by ear dallas christ
3: almighty hey. this guy just wants to fucking be streaming and podcasting for the next fucking 72 <laughs> straight hours
2: <laughs> Fucking live for this shit. yeah
3: how much how much do you you can't stand your family that you want to just be away from them in front of a microphone and a camera for
2: that one. I life. was they- I was up at five a.m. away from my family this morning. Day one <sighs> of the awesome. <laughs> uh
3: well, yeah. I mean, I uh did everyone make their picks on the Marlins Phillies series?
0: Yes. Phillies in three. Philly's- Hard thought series. They pull one out of that, they pull a rabbit out of a hat, man. Phillies
4: Philly Sweep.
3: I think I also have to go Phillies sweep, unfortunately.
2: I'm gonna go Phillies <laughs> in three just because I'm hey for the same reason I'm going for a lot the lot of logic. I want I want Lazardo start to be a W.
3: Yeah. There's just never been a team in a better position to win one game it's the best
2: at are <laughs> based <laughs> I mean <laughs> Joey makes Marlins a compelling team. argument. Yeah. <laughs> the 2023 Marlins, the most the the team most geared up to take one game. In a wild card series. Mm -hmm.
0: They got the pieces. They just need to put them together. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. So uh,
3: just for anyone that uh, is trying to visualize this playoff bracket, if you haven't looked at it, the winner of Marlins Phillies goes on to play the Atlanta Braves. The winner of Brewers D-backs goes on to play the Dodgers. The winner of Blue Jays twins goes on to play the Astros and the winner of Rangers Rays goes on to play the Orioles. So that is how the playoffs are shaping up right now. You'll have the uh, all if, if necessary, all game threes will be concluded by Thursday. There will be nothing on Friday. That'll be a travel day for us as we uh, get boots on the ground in Atlanta and then the division series starts on Saturday with um, the winner of Marlins, Phillies versus the Braves. That'll, that's the first game? That's fucking bullshit, dude. Whatever. Early. Yeah. Early. I'm excited, though. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. So, um, noon start. Let's go. Yeah. A couple other news and notes here. Buck Walter. He's out. The
4: As the Meet Mets. Peace out, Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the right call? This stinks. I don't care whether it's the right call. It's, it's, it's expected, but it stinks in my opinion. And I'll tell you why. Go on. Go on. Uh, It's expected because David Stearns is coming in and is going to make his own decisions and hire his own people fine. Uh, It's disappointing because uh, Buck is from a generation of manager that is just fundamentally more entertaining than most of the managers that we see get hired today. And uh, if, if I'm looking at it from a fan of all 30 teams perspective and not I need the Mets to win baseball games all the time perspective, uh, although I think Buck helps Buck is a net plus as a manager, uh, I'm just interested in having people who provide interesting quotes who have like uh, who are part of the fabric of the game and who um, I think are just interesting storytellers and unique personalities and tacticians within the game. That to me is more interesting than the front office representative uh, in the dugout version of manager that we see. More and more over the last ten or fifteen years, so um, I don't think it's uh, it's not a surprise. It is disappointing to me, though.
2: Yeah, because I think ultimately the characters of baseball that reveal themselves somehow, some way, always tend to find the leniency within the game when it comes to either you know arguing, just the showmanship of whether it's in the pregame scrum, postgame scrum, and press conference, whatever it is. You know that the answer is going to have substance to some degree, and to your point about being a net positive in the dugout, I do think while that still is probably true, there's probably that that the gap between him and others has maybe closed uh, a bit in terms of where he's at analytically. I know he appreciates it. Uh, I, I do understand that there's still a desire to have a feel and 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 where that ranks in in priority to to baseball men like the great Buck Showalter. So uh, it sucks to think that baseball would exist without Buck, a part of it in some way. I don't think that will be the case. I don't think Buck Showalter is gone forever. He's just no longer
4: the manager. I, you know, and just one other point too, like there's also something like, you know, Shakespearean or, or like tragic about Buck Showalter's career too. And there was just like, I don't have any personal relationship with him. I, I, I got to hear him tell a few stories while he was at ESPN, but like didn't have a relationship, but like the fact that he came so close so many times or was like the manager before the guy who ultimately took the team to the promised land. Um, you know, it's just, it's tough, you know, just like for everybody who doesn't remember, like he was the manager of the Yankees right before George, jo- yeah. T- Joe Tory through 1995, right before they became a dynasty. Um, He was the manager of the D-backs through 2000, right before unit and Schilling in 2001, Luis Gonzalez and the World Series. He was, you know, the Rangers less so, uh, but then he was the manager of the Orioles. And while nobody followed him and won, those teams were pretty damn good um, and won uh, a lot of games during that stretch and were, you know, if not regular World Series contenders and certainly postseason contenders and the Mets won 101 games last year. Um, you know, just kind of uh I don't know if he's going to get another managerial job. Um I think it takes the right fit uh for for some, for Buck to come in but you know, baseball personality, character. Mm-hmm.
0: Good news to the Mets though. that's they're probably going to win the World Series next year. Good call. Mm. Or the
3: next two years. Yeah. I don't know. It, it it I don't know. It sucks because I also agree that Buck Showalter, to me, will always have a place uh, in a major league dugout. I don't care what the analytics movement says, or just um, even even kind of like this trend of of younger managers that are able to relate to the players because they're not that far removed from their playing days. Because um, like even like Buck, he might be from the old school cut from that cloth, but I feel like his vibe and the way that he interacts with the players is not old school. Like, he doesn't no. remind me. It's He's not Earl Weaver, you know?
2: <laughs> it's just... No, I mean, there's, there's old school foundation to it, but he has done a wonderful job of evolving with the
3: game. Like Mel, Like Mel is is on the older side, but he is able to gel with younger players. Like that is not something that uh, every old school manager or a manager that's been around for a long time. Like Bruce Bochy came back and now he's he's managing a, a team that's going to well, the look, postseason.
2: Look, I mean, look, I'm not... You know how much I love Mel. Think about the stuff that's going on in San Diego though right now. And like I said about buck and you know maybe the gap closing a little on him and the 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 relationship with analytics and and whatever he it's not to say that you're not tested. I think Bowmel was tested greatly this season dealing with what he had to deal with in that clubhouse.
3: Yeah, I but that was like kind of my central point is it same thing with the Bowmel situation is the same thing with the Buck situation. I don't think that the Padres failed because of Bob Melvin. I don't think that the Mets failed because of Buck Showalter. Um, No. You can say, yeah, like we're going in a different direction organizationally. And because of that, uh, we need someone else leading the way in the clubhouse. Fine. But I think most managerial firings are looked at as, all right, we got rid of the problem. That that should fix it. and, And we should start winning now. But I don't think that that's the case in new york with buck uh i don't think that that would be the case if we don't see bob melvin back in the padres clubhouse certain thing it can just be like a bad fit i guess um but i I certainly hope that buck show walter is back in a big league dugout if not next year then sometime really soon echoed yeah do you think he will be do you think do you think he will be It, it almost has to be like the perfect fit right like
2: you know, I, I honestly, look, uh, there's been a vacancy in San Francisco mm-hmm. with the Gabe Kapler departure. You know, I mean, you just you look around, there's opportunity for movement. I'll say that.
3: I also was thinking of San Francisco, but I feel like that's has to be a situation where they are uh, invested. Not that they haven't tried, but instead of just being in the conversation for the superstar signing or trade or whatever, like actually land it. Uh, That is something that they have not been able to do. Um,
4: I think it's less than 50-50.
3: That he manages next year? Or again. Or again. Yep. Ooh.
2: He's not getting any younger. Simply
4: put. Yeah, he's not. He's 67 years old.
3: I mean Tony LaRussa fucking managed <laughs> Un- under, understood,
4: well, but that was basically like that was nepotism. a free that was basically the, nepotism yeah, uh, yeah, without yeah. being related, yeah. right? Um, yeah, that's a good point. I think that I think that proved to be a bad idea for everybody, uh, inc- including so? Tony LaRussa. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that did nothing for Tony LaRussa's like legacy. Legacy no.
0: No. no, I mean, it's yeah, fi- no, it it's definitely fine did with something. Her- it definitely did something to his legacy, but yeah. not-
4: <laughs> nothing positive for his legacy. No. Nothing for it. <laughs> no, no.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: All right. We got to take a
3: break and talk about Zinn nicotine pouches. We're always talking about what a team needs to get to number one. But Zinn nicotine pouches are already there. Zinn has helped millions of people achieve a lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. If you're a smoker or you're a dipper looking to make a change, look no further than Zin. Zin is made with six simple ingredients and is available in a wide range of varieties, including spearmint, citrus, and even coffee. And it's available in two strengths so you can control your nicotine satisfaction because it's discreet. You can enjoy it anywhere, anytime. So you never have to miss a moment of the game. Plus, Every can of Zyn earns you points towards premium items like tailgating gear, top of the line tech, Zyn swag, even gift cards. Find your Zyn at your local convenience store or online at Zin.com. That's Zin, Zyn.com. That's Zyn N.com. Warning: This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Gabe Kapler's out in San Francisco. Why? Let me ask you this, Dallas. Uh, why fire a guy with two days to go in the season? Why not just wait until the season's over? What's the point of that?
2: Um, because maybe there's a real idea that you're entertaining on whether or not somebody in your immediate circle could be a candidate, could be an option. And let's see what that looks like. And whether you're you're going to get an idea after two days, no, but. You have had an idea of how this person moves and operates, right? And you have a feel for who they are. And well, now let's see here, because when else would you do it, Jared? Would you like to start the season having no example? I and I'm not no. telling you that this is the right decision, but if you're just if you're asking that question, and you have two choices, one is your next manager, you can see manage two baseball games, or your next manager, you may not. See, manage a baseball game for you. You basically have to look at the past. What would you do?
3: I just don't know that I'm getting much out of two games when your team is out I, of.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not arguing that with you. Yeah, tell you that. Uh, but I think that's just maybe a surface level reason, and it very well could be. Look, we do this now so that it's not a move that gets made uh, or is maybe perceived to have been made in haste. Right after the season ends, regular season is over, and then the playoffs pick up. And Because now you've had a couple days of the regular season to go through and let the media cycle churn. The postseason cycle is getting ready to start churning, has already started churning. And so this is already a Monday morning conversation that feels like it's not really a Monday morning conversation anymore because it's already been a few days.
4: I mean, I actually heard from a lot of Giants fans on Twitter when I tweeted about it. which. I, I didn't expect and it, the overwhelming uh, sentiment there was that this is a front office deflection move and, and that's, and it's fine if Gabe Kapler was not the answer. I don't think any, none of them were like stumping for Gabe Kapler. Like it's a tragedy. He's been let go, you know, but it was like, it was more like this team really disappointed uh, overall this season relative to their own internal expectations. Forget about what we thought about them. And, uh, it's been a far drop from that pretty fluky 100. What was 101 what? win season? 107. Um, 107. Yeah, which which really set expectations way way too high, I think. And that the 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 responses we're talking about how the front office is feeling a lot of local heat and that um, Gabe Kapler is essentially Ooh. the scapegoat um, and that look that whether or not that's j- true, I think that does make a lot of sense intuitively given how dis like. I also saw a tweet where it was like, "Hey, what was Gabe Kapler supposed to do?" It was like you handed him a roster of misfit toys, where mm-hmm. his rotation had two people who could go six innings. I think Grant Brisby tweeted this: two people who could go six innings and a heart of the order of Michael Conforto, Jock Peterson, and Mitch Haniger. Like, good fucking yeah. luck. You know what I mean? Well, Jay, and-,
2: and it's been the it's been the revolving door out in left field since Barry Bonds retired. You can start there. It was the inability to land a Carlos Correa. It was the inability to land a Aaron Judge type, right? And who do, are we blaming Gabe Kapler for that? Gabe Kapler is not the one who told Correa to put the suit on. Gabe Kapler is not the one who had to tell Correa to take the suit off, that the press conference wasn't happening, right? Gabe Kapler may have been a guy that Aaron Judge was having dinner with when we saw that Aaron Judge video in San Francisco that he was hanging out for no reason whatsoever in San Francisco. What are you doing here, Aaron? Oh, nothing. Just checking out the bridges. I mean, Gabe Kapler didn't do that. So it it does start to look like a front office deflection move. And I've got a ton of respect for Farhan Zaidi um, from our time in Oakland together. But to the point of not being able to field a competitive team outside of the 107, that got you super excited for a season. Mm-hmm. What What do we know about front office and managers? We know that they typically come and go together, and if that isn't the case, the one that
4: leaves usually ain't the GM. Well, I, to me, there are a lot of parallels between the Farhan Zaidi regime and the Bloom regime in Boston. In terms of, like, it feels like a lot of, like, what progress have we really made at the major league level right and like it's i just i, I don't i understand where ma- managers fit on the in the pecking order in the in the game of baseball in 2023 i just this team was never going to win anything substantial as constructed and i really have to wonder like what the medium term future is for this roster and for this team because short of landing the superstar free agent where, hey, if they land a judge, great. Uh turns out not landing Correa was probably a good deal for them. Um but like they need not only an injection of star level talent, but to me, they need some of the other stuff too. Like they have legitimate holes in their in their lineup still. Um I, I don't know. I just it I think Zaidi said that this should be a this is and should be a desirable managerial spot and i agree with that um but i think they're also whoever takes the job is also inheriting an extremely difficult position where the expectations are postseason and the roster says not so fast and the surrounding division says well you sure as ain't winning the division anytime soon with the dodgers so i hope you're okay with the wild card and oh by the way you're probably entering next season behind the d backs in that pecking order And we'll see what the Padres go. You know what I mean? So like you're kind of starting behind the eight ball. I don't know. It seems like a a desirable but very undesirable situation right now.
2: Yeah, it's it's a great destination. But what have you seen over the past four or five years that have told you that you're going to be supported as a manager with a roster that's going to be competitive? That's the question. So if there's an understanding that there isn't quite that expectation year one, Maybe this manager finds themselves in the position of the New York Mets new manager, who remember they weren't really planning on being competitive next year, and maybe a little more so the year after. But but is that the same? So if we can understand that, then maybe year one is kind of a let's gather ourselves, let's get our footing. But this has got to be a, in my opinion, to who's ever signing up here? This has got to be a minimum three year deal here. We've got to figure out if we can work together. Before we make that commitment, but that's the kind of homework that needs to be done right now for this particular franchise who, if they're not careful, could screw around and find themselves maybe, maybe trying to polish a lot of that shine that the 10, 12, and 14 runs created for them because there hasn't been much outside of the 107 out of nowhere since then.
3: I uh I tweeted this kind of tongue in cheek, but I I also am curious if there's any validity to it. Might the Shohei Otani sweepstakes have an effect on who is selected as manager? Like if if they're going to be a serious player for Shohei, and that's I mean talking to passing on here, Shohei wants to be there for a long long time. Are you gonna? St- have meetings with Shohei and be like, who do you want as your manager? Like, is
2: that something that's (laughs) going to happen? I mean, that would think about this, that kind of scenario where the San Francisco Giants, where Larry Bear is getting on the phone and talking to Shohei's people and going, look, we're willing to give you whatever you need, whatever you would like, all right? So much so that we want to sign you up for that deal. Whatever that means, just consider that done but we want you to help us pick our manager. Yeah, like That's what we're talking about here, where a player is courted in an effort to help bring a manager in as opposed to a manager being signed up to help bring a player in. It almost feels like Otani could very well find himself in that position. I mean, that would be absolutely crazy, but it's really tough to think as a business operation that you could go to market without a CEO of sorts, because that's what the manager represents in the baseball world when you're talking to these players is, who's the boss? Who am I working with daily, right? You tell Who's us. the one that's gonna be helping me out here? Like who, who is this guy?
3: Like Ipe is the manager of the San Francisco Giants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? Like they just <laughs> they just start pulling a Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis. Like, dude, any blood relative you have <laughs> that needs a job, we will find a roster spot for him. It doesn't matter. What do you want to do? is you want to pitch? Fuck, sign him up. Come yeah. on. We got the eighth inning cover.
3: I just I'm all in on the theory that Shohei thinks that Gabe Kapler is a geek. And it's just like, hey, before I even hit free agency, fire that fucking guy. Like, if you even want a meeting, fire
2: him. Done. You think Shohei gets a call from the Giants and he's like, who's, uh, is Capra still there? Call me when he's gone. Ipe hands him the the next phone. Who is it? It's the Mets. Is uh? (laughs) still (laughs) (laughs) there? Call me when he's gone. <laughs> so, so they're like all right he's gone get he yeah. pay on the horn Let's yeah i just love done. i
3: love to just picture Ipe being the uh um what's his name albert it, who's the who's uh
0: capler's no, no, doppelganger no, 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 no.
3: who's batman's like right hand man it's
4: albert right
0: robin no 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 no, no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no albert is the is like the butler man
3: yeah, 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 yeah. Is it Albert? I don't think it's Albert. I think it is. Uh, no,
4: it's, I don't Alfred. Think it's, it's Al- Alfred. Alfred. I it's Albert. It yeah. yeah. It's Alfred. Alfred, 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 Alfred,
3: Alfred, Alfred, Alfred. Albert idiot. Jay Hay thought mm-hmm. it was too, and he's a smart. I came up the with podcast. the right answer anyway. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alfred.
2: I was right first though, because I knew it wasn't Alfred. Or Albert. Maybe. See, right right you don't even know. Dude. It. <laughs> no, it's but you just platinum gloved me, is what you did. <laughs> 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 anytime,
3: anytime that you just Beat something into someone's brain where they believe it. That's called getting platinum gloved. Yeah,
2: you got platinum gloved.
3: <laughs> uh, um, what else was on here? Uh, no, I just. Yeah, I guess the, the last thing I wanted to. At least give you guys the opportunity, if you if you so choose, to comment on uh, Tim Wakefield. I know we're going to do uh, like a whole episode about that on Name Redacted. But uh, you know, if there are any thoughts that you guys had on Tim
2: Wakefield, Jay, I don't know if you if you had the opportunity to to meet him or to ever work with him or encounter him. No, unfortunately, Jake. I don't know if you had an opportunity to to meet him or not, <clears throat> but. Yeah, I mean Wakewood I I was just there. Jake, I'm sure you're going to talk about it on on the other pod. You and I will probably talk about it on our Red Sox podcast as well. Um but we were just there in July. <clears throat> and look, I, I I don't have Tim Wakefield's phone number. Uh we, we never had dinner together, but the the what everybody wants you to know about him, what everybody wants you to remember and take away from him is how much Of a physical representative of an organization. If you could have a mascot of an organization be just like a human being, that's that's what Tim Wakefield was. And how much it meant for him to physically wear a Boston Red Sox jersey and what it meant to him to just be on the field. All of the all of the things that I'm trying to say have been said much better and with much more depth and feeling behind them by his teammates. Um, But in my experience with him at the ballpark, you know, in years past and and in these recent years back traveling with the team, just not a, not a fucking nicer dude, not a nicer dude, not a more, not a more genuine exchange you're going to have like in that moment with somebody than, than with Tim Wakefield. And uh, you can just tell, you know, people get excited to to see old players, and for whatever reason, there's moments like I can remember just loving the idea of Tim Wakefield. Like this dude is so good at what he does with one pitch. He's got a lifetime million dollar contract just waiting for him. Like just that, you know, how fucking cool that is. Like you just million dollars every year to play baseball, dude, because you throw a fucking tiny dancer <laughs> just. Busting the Elton John all over these fools. It's just I uh I I my heart is with Red Sox Nation, man, because I know what it's like to have a legend like that uh be a part of your your realm. We had it with Vita Blue, and we just lost Vita. So I know I know what that's like for fans who have grown up with uh with, with Timmy on the mound, man. So my heart, my heart is with you guys.
3: Yeah, I mean, very well said, Dallas. Um, I think like sometimes, you know, if there's like a public figure or someone that passes and then there's a lot of cliches that get thrown out there um, with Tim, it was all accurate. Like he was that guy. Like he is the standard. Like Jason Veritek, I think, said it perfect after the game yesterday um, where if you want someone who exemplified what it meant to play for the Boston Red Sox, it was Tim Wakefield. I mean, the dude, like he came here, he became a Bostonian. He still lived here. He married, um, his wife, Stacy local girl. Uh, like he just became a part of the community and there were, um, so many stories and examples of things that he did for fans. Uh, he wasn't married to just his own charity. He, if you had a cause, he was happy to help out and he never wanted it broadcasted what he was doing. Um, he did it because he wanted to help out, and it's been really cool seeing all of the stories from former teammates talking about him. Uh, that obviously had this uh <clears throat> close personal relationship and then even just people at Nesson. because I mean, I, I think TC, uh you know, he covered basically his entire Red Sox career and then worked alongside him for over a decade after that at Nesson. So he got to see him uh, in both phases of his professional life. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh it it was um, it was a very, very shocking. Day. Uh, you know, I think again, like we'll we'll expand on it and do a whole thing on Name Redacted later. But um I'm just glad that uh, you know, Tim is getting all the love that he deserves and someone, like I said, that did so many things for people behind the scenes that no one ever knew about. I'm glad that that's all coming out now. Like, I'm glad that like, hey, I have a Tim Wakefield story and people are sharing all the things that he did when there were no cameras around or anything like that. So, uh, again, we'll have more reaction on that later. But uh, the playoffs are upon us. We will have uh, a ton of coverage moving forward for uh, the MLB postseason, we'll be with you probably still three times a week. And then once the World Series rolls around, we'll be doing an episode after every single World Series game. Stay tuned for that. Uh, focus on our social channels, because if we do decide to just randomly go live, that's will, where you'll see that. Uh, baseball is dead underscore on Twitter is where we will post uh, any any links, and then I think what, like, people just fucking, how do people subscribe on YouTube, Jake? I don't even fucking, I don't know how that works.
1: Uh, When we tweet out the link for the <laughs> stream, you'll be able to just see our YouTube channel and hit subscribe. Yeah,
3: hit subscribe. It helps. How do you subscribe to a YouTube channel? How do you subscribe to a YouTube channel? Someone tell Jared we need to- Well, I don't know where to find the fucking YouTube channel. It's just, like, it's my name, but it has both podcasts under the umbrella. So subscribe. Search Jared's name subscribing the youtube channel we're trying to get to 100 subs by the end of the post (laughs) and and, uh all right thanks for listening thanks for watching and we will see you after the couple game ones of the wild card round
2: okay bye yeah just wanted real quick just wanted to apologize for that absolute ass beating ass beating the dallas cowboys put on the newly new england patriots you guys are
4: God awful. We go.